Hello. Hello. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Hello. It has been far too long. It's 8.43 a.m. It's Saturday, January 23rd. One, two, three. One slash two, three on the calendar. But you've probably been wondering, where you been? Where you been, man? What happened to the podcast? It's been almost two and a half months. It's been far too long. Too long of a hiatus. A hiatus. It's been too long of a hiatus. God. So, what's happened? What has happened since the last time we spoke? So, last time we spoke, I was in Spokane. South Hill, Spokane. At my parents' house. God, that was fun. I had so much fun during... I spent more over three months at my parents' house from August through November 2020. Just a few months, a couple months ago. But, yeah, that was so much fun. Just reflecting back on that. I really, I really miss, well, of course, <laughs> I miss mom and dad. I miss my parents, of course. <clears throat> Luckily... I mean, I can still see him sometime. Just not now, because I'm in California. Because I'm in Los Angeles. Los Angeles right now. But, yeah, what I was going to say. I really miss the sauna. God. Take that. I took that sauna for granted. I love this being able to break a, a a heavy hard sweat without doing anything just looking back on that i love that sauna i love it and yeah of course gyms aren't open so yeah i don't know i mean i i, I do i definitely miss 24 hour fitness that's for sure but i definitely miss the sauna at my mom and dad's house. That was great. But I don't miss the snow. I love not having to deal with the snow. That's pretty... That's a perk of living in Southern California. But... So what did I do? So... Thanksgiving came... So a couple days before Thanksgiving... I drove... From Spokane to Bothell... From eastern to western Washington. So I did that. Spent Thanksgiving in Bothell. Oh, I watched Fast Times at Ridgemont High for the first time. Which I think they filmed it. I think it was Sherman Oaks. Or Encino. Maybe like Encino, Sherman Oaks area maybe Van Nuys so pretty close to Tarzana maybe like 
within seven miles of where I'm sitting right now is where they filmed Fast Times at... See, that's something? Wait, what am I doing? I got... Oh, another perk of my time in Spokane. My mom... I have a, a second-hand iPad right here. My mom gifted me... Where did they film her iPad? And it has a nice case. I love it. The case, it's like a a grippy material. Where did they film Fast Times? Well, if it just says at Ridgemont High. They filmed it at Ridgemont High, dude. Okay, no, they... They filmed it in Canoga Park and Anderson Clark Magnet High School, Santa Monica, Sherman Oaks Galleria, and Van Nuys High School. So there you go. So they did. So I was was pretty much correct with my, yeah, Canoga Park. That's just right down the street from here. Yeah, so they filmed it right in the area. Very cool. So anyway, back to my story. So, yeah, Thanksgiving. Spent it with my... I'm trying to think. Yeah, my... Yeah, my both my... Oh, yeah, my parents... Oh, yeah, that's right. My parents drove over the day after me. They drove over. That's right. So I spent Thanksgiving with my family... In Bothell. Then. So here's what happened. (laughs) So here's what happened. No, nothing happened. I just went. I worked Santa photos. I worked as a photographer. Santa photos. I've been doing it every December. For. I can't even keep track. Over a decade though. And I don't think I missed a single year. In over a decade. So I did that. Did that down in Bellevue. Of course, stayed in Bothell at my parents' house. My parents, they're the original house where my brother lives now. Or still, I guess. It's just, he's the one who holds it down. And speaking of my brother... So, oh yeah, that's what, so Kitty, of course, Kitty died in, what was like the first day of October? Like October 1st, Kitty dies. And then my brother, he got a brand new kit, kitten. He got a new kitten named Mitty. Sounds like Kitty. It's Mitty. And it was a tiny little orange cat. Tiny, it's a small little cat. Very playful, very aggressive at times. Not too bad though. He just always wanted to play, but he was pretty fun. That was a. I spent lots of time playing with. I just called him Kitty. I just call him Kitty too. But yeah, that was fun playing with, with my brother's cat a bunch. Over the month, the month plus I spent in Bothell. And then, so, 
So Santa Photos ends Christmas Eve. And then then I just pretty much just hung out at home. Spent some time with my, my mother. We went on some walks. We went to the zoo. That was fun. Went to some bookstores. Got Went to the mall. And I got my friend's calendar here. And also my free friend's mini poster that I'm looking at right now. It, they're just walking down the street, arms hooked around each other. And uh, yeah, I got that on my window. It's a, it's a nice little poster. And yeah, so pretty relaxed. I didn't really do anything not much, just spent time with mom. Dad went back to Spokane a couple days after Christmas. Didn't didn't really get to spend as much time with dad as I should have. But we played the train game, Ticket to Ride, our our favorite family board game. I played that with mom and dad on Christmas Eve night, just a couple hours after getting done with Santa photos for the season. God, and that, it just went by so fast. It was just the Santa photo season, just the month of December, just absolutely flew by for me. Because just just being busy and then I I was going on, I went on a walk every single morning. So I was just getting up early and going on walks and drinking coffee. And and then I had some like long days. A couple, a few of the days were 13 hour days from from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. So that was some good. I, I love, I like it though. I prefer... Honestly, if I'm going to work, I prefer working, I don't mind working a long day. I would rather work four long days instead of five regular days. I would definitely, I would definitely go for the four long days. But yeah, so that was, that's what happened in my December. And, and then I drove down here. I left three weeks ago from today, January 2nd, and spent the night in, what's it called, Medford, Medford, Oregon, and at a Motel 6, but, oh man, it was one of the, one of the trashier Motel 6s I've seen. It, it didn't have an indoor lobby. Usually, the the nicer ones have the indoor lobby instead of just opening up to the parking lot. Your your door just opens directly to the parking lot. <laughs> that's, that's that's like the one that I stayed at in Las Vegas. Remember that I told you guys about that when I I went. That's like right when I moved down here. It was July 2019. 
I drove over to Vegas, watched some NBA Summer League, stayed at the Motel 6 right next to the airport. Yeah, <laughs> good time. <laughs> uh, it was, that was fun though. Looking back, it was fun. But so yeah, so so I, I showed up down here January 3rd, Sunday night. Got down here, and honestly, haven't haven't been doing too much. It's, seems it's pretty locked down. Seems to be pretty locked down down here. Like everyone, just judging from my walks, people are just paranoid. Like everyone, yeah, I don't know. Just compared to to Washington, a lot more people wear the masks. Out just just going for walks, just everywhere. There's people just it's just such a hot topic, you know. <laughs> when do you wear it? But yeah, obviously obviously can't wait till man, just can't believe this whole thing that started the beginning of March. Obviously can't believe still going on. It's crazy. But yeah, so I haven't, I've been, but what I have been doing, I've been reading, I've been reading like a savage. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over all 13 books I've read in 2021. I've read, I've read 13 books this year already. What? It's, it's the 23rd day of the year. So here we go. On January, on New Year's Day. So I don't know how. Because mm, I started, I started the book in back in 2020. But then I finished it. I remember I read probably the whole, like the second half of this book on New Year's Day. So I'm going to count it for 2021. It is Slaughterhouse 5. By Kurt Vonnegut. Now, a lot of these are going to be Kurt Vonnegut books. Because I just got really into them. Like, I read... I first read them back in November at my parents' house. They have Welcome to the Monkey House by Kurt Vonnegut. Which is a collection of some of his short stories. And I just loved that. I just enjoyed it a lot. And then just got into him and just got a bunch of his. That's another thing. Is I've, I've gotten so many books now. Just from like from used bookstores and thrift stores. And then a few Christmas presents. And I just, I just have so many books right now. It's crazy. My bookshelf is filling up right now. So, so yeah, that was the first one. It's a classic war book. World World War II book. And, yeah, really good. It's a classic book. Funny. I found it to be very funny. So, the second book, we have mm, another classic book. Another American classic. It is The Catcher in the Rye. J.D. Salinger. 
I finished that one January 9th. See, I even took a few days off. So I took a few days off, like right when I got down here uh, from reading. Took a little a little reading hiatus. A reading hiatus. Yeah, The Catcher in the Rye. I, I think I probably read this book back in like ninth or 10th grade. We probably read it as part of our curric- English class curriculum. Curriculum. So, but I mean, I if it's been if it's been a decade since you read a book, then it's it's pretty much brand new. Like you're not gonna like I didn't recall much of it. You know, you know, like especially if you read a, a lot, then you've read so many things in that time period. That, I mean, if if you reread a book that you just read like a, a year ago, then that's that's too recent. That that book will be fresh in your mind. But if it's been a certain amount of time, then I count it as a a new reading, a new book being read. So yeah, The Catcher in the Rye. It's it's a great book. Really enjoy it. I think it's e- like kind of easy to read. I like I enjoy J.D. Salinger's style of writing. I find it it's enjoyable, fun to read. Very it's very readable. So third book, Look at the Birdie by Kurt Vonnegut. Finish that one on the 11th. That's another, it's a collection of short stories. And then we have Slapstick by Kurt Vonnegut. Finish that one on the 12th. That was a fun, it's a fun, quirky. Kurt Vonnegut is just very quirky. Like he kind of reminds me of, he's like the the predecessor to to Wes Anderson. He's like a an earlier writer author version of the director Wes Anderson. With just how quirky and goofy and mystical, like all his char- and like how funny all his characters are, and all the the settings and like weird made up places and funny made up names. So I really enjoy all that stuff. I like all that stuff. I do. I do like it. So that's slapstick. That's a, a fun little novel. Once again, very readable. It's, I find a lot of Kurt Vonnegut stuff to be, it's, just, it's fun to read it's easy to read it it wants to be read i feel like it wants to be read so then the fifth one winner take nothing by ernest hemingway finished that one on the 14th it's a collection of short stories that was really interesting it's the first time i've read hemingway yeah like the opening story was like, like, I couldn't even understand it. It reminded me of the beginning of Travels with Charlie. By I love that book so much. 
by John Steinbeck, which I read that one for the first time in the beginning of November. I finished that book when I was in Montana with my mom in beginning of November. But yeah, I love Travels with Charlie. But the beginning of Travels with Charlie, he's like, he's like out in the middle of a storm on his boat. He's like diving in the water with a knife in his mouth. And he's he's like holding his breath for three minutes and doing scuba diving without a tank. And he's like fighting against giant waves and he's he's like wasted he's he's like really drunk or something and there may have been a mermaid (laughs) but it's kind of it's similar to the beginning of the Ernest Hemingway book I read of short stories like I think yeah that's just something about those those early 20th century authors they were just they're so much more macho than than creative people nowadays like it was the like the uh, adventurer kind of you know just fighting against the elements and man just, just I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore I'm just gonna I'm, I mean there are there's definitely some tough authors who like going on adventures and but I mean like Hemingway and Steinbeck these guys are like they're they're novelists like they write they wrote novels but then at the same time they also had to be part Bear Grylls they had to be like Bear Grylls meets Mark Twain Mark Twain. I just bought Huckleberry Finn and what Tom Sawyer, both books combined into a single collection. One book with two books inside of it. It was a good deal. Mark Twain. All right. That's the, I got to read Mark Twain. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I've, I've heard good things. He's a, he's one of those adventure kind of authors. That's what I really want. That's my, my next step as an author is I want to do a travel book. I want to travel and I want to write a book about it. That's on, that's the goal. That might be the, the 2021 goal. Do something like that. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. All right. So the sixth book I read, A Man Without a Country, Kurt Vonnegut. Finished that one on the 16th. It's kind of a, it's a bit of a autobiography. Very political, very progressive. And obviously Kurt Vonnegut was very like, what, like liberal, like, kind of hippie-ish, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. I don't know too much about it. 
I mean, he, he was, yeah, like like any author from that time period. I think most authors would would be would fall into the same politics as Kurt Vonnegut. It's just it's just the way of the creatives, you know. Uh, number seven, The Timekeeper by Mitch Album. Finished that one on the 17th. It's a fun little novel. I enjoy some Mitch Album books. Of course, started with uh, Tuesdays with Maury, classic. And then we have, I think, I think Mitch Album wrote a book about the Fab Five. That I would be interested in reading that one. About my my old buddy Jalen Rose. He has a good book. I enjoyed reading Jalen Rose's book last year. Looking at it on my shelf right there. All right. So number eight, Me Talk Pretty, One Day. David Sedaris finished that one on my sister's birthday, January 18th. Also my cousin Eric's birthday. And yeah, I love David Sedaris. David Sedaris, my favorite nonfiction writer. I'm saying that. David Sedaris. Just I'm I'm looking forward to collecting all of his books. There's still a few of his that I haven't read or don't have yet. And then we have God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater. Kurt Vonnegut. I also finished that one on the 18th because I was reading multiple books at that time period. (laughs) I had a few books going at once there. I was juggling a few books. But yeah, God bless you, Mr. Rosewater. A fun little novel. It's just a classic fun style of Kurt Vonnegut. Then you have Animal Farm... George Orwell finished it on the 19th. Loved, loved that book. Really enjoyed Animal Farm. Definitely recommend reading Animal Farm. It seems like it had some big moral lessons in it. That's one of those books that I'm surprised I never read that one in school. Like, I bet, I bet a lot of people read it in in like high school or something as part of their English class. Yeah, I'm surprised I never read Animal Farm. Or maybe we did and I just totally forgot about it. That's possible. Then we have number 11, Mother Night. Kurt Vonnegut finished it on the 20th. It's another novel. It's about it's about World War II. God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater was about, God, that was just a really funny, just so many like eccentric characters. Like that's how I would, that's the one word I would use to describe Kurt Vonnegut's writing is eccentric. And then, yeah, Mr. Rosewater was about, it was about like a Mr. Rosewater was a character. He was kind of like a, a Robin Hood Santa Claus kind of character that he just gave gifts to everybody and people loved him 
and people called him and asked him for advice. And it just, it goes from there. It's a fun little story. And then we had number 12, Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. Finished it on the 21st. I I think we probably read that one. I'm Yeah, I'm pretty positive because it, it seemed a, t- a tad familiar. So, I mean, I bet we read it in like ninth grade or something. Yeah, like I, I, I just have a, I have a faint memory of. Seems like I've read this book before. Like you know how you're reading a book sometimes, and it's just a tinge of familiarity. This this seems a little familiar. Yeah, yeah. Fahrenheit four five one. Honestly, I I just I I can't get into Ray Bradbury's style of writing. As much as like Kurt Vonnegut. Not that I have to compare everybody to Kurt Vonnegut. But (laughs) I compare everything to Kurt Vonnegut now. But I read like right before the the final book of 2020. I read was The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury. So and then I read Fahrenheit 451. But Ray Bradbury... Definitely just a lot different style of writing than uh, like a J.D. Salinger or a Kurt Vonnegut or like a, like, like Ray Bradbury was just so, he's like very descriptive, like lots of, lots of paragraphs of describing the setting and not as much dialogue really. Um, I don't know. How would you describe Ray Bradbury? It's just, and, and, and like lots of stuff that just didn't even make sense, really. <laughs> like, like, I feel like he was just putting, like, some of the sentences seemed like, they were like, had like a Mad Libs quality to them. Where, yeah, he he would just use big words or weird words and then words that didn't really seem like they go together (laughs) and like long weird run-on sentences of describing stuff but i don't know sometimes like yeah not, not to to bash ray bradbury obviously one of the most successful classic american authors out there Lots of people must enjoy him. But yeah, I think some like some authors are just click with you better. They're just more readable for you. Like their style of writing is just easier for you to comprehend. Yeah. It would just like like Ray Bradbury would just trip me up and then I would have to reread the same paragraph and <laughs> do that kind of stuff. But yeah, he was so there, there's your, your classic Ray Bradbury trashing right there. So then, then we have the final book is Nine Stories by J.D. Salinger. And then we finished that one yesterday, the 22nd. And it was nine, sto- nine short stories, a collection of short stories. Really enjoyed it. 
once again, I like the way that Salinger writes his dialogue. And I, I like his style of writing. So I find it to be readable and enjoyable and all that good stuff. So, yeah, now, so yeah, that's all my books. Right now I'm reading Galapagos, a novel by Kurt Vonnegut. I'm reading another Kurt, <laughs> another Vonnegut. And don't, I, I got, I got a few more Vonnegut's on deck, but I got a, I got a sparse amount. I got to ration them a little bit. Throw in a, a David Sedaris. I still got another David Sedaris book to read here. And I, I picked up a f- three Bill Bryson books, which yeah, I, I, used, I loved Bill Bryson. Like, I mean, I read all of them, but once again, I haven't read these books for over a decade. So it's been a while. Barely even, doesn't even count really. It's been over a decade. Over a decade? It's not like I can, I can't, it's not like I, I can remember any of the stuff they wrote, you know, because it's been so long. I mean, I just, I just, I digested it and I, I sat with it and then it became a part of me. The words became a part of me. All right. So yeah, now I'm going to pick the NFL games. I'm going to pick the NFL games for tomorrow. I will pick, I'm going to say Tampa Bay. I'm going to say Tampa, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers. Let's say 31 and then Packers. Oh, I'm just going to say super close. 31 to 30. I'm going to say Tampa Bay win, the Buccaneers win. 31 to 30. And then, I mean, oh, wait, that's what we have to check. We have to check. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Mahomes, Mahomes, I mean, we got to see if he's going to play. It all depends if Mahomes is going to play. Yeah. So, Patrick Mahomes says he's out of concussion protocol. So he he's going to play. He's like Mahomes is going to play tomorrow. So, I mean, I I want to pick the Bills, but I just don't have the guts. I don't have the cojones to pick Buffalo against Mahomes. Mahomes and the Chiefs. I can't I can't you can't pick against the Chiefs. That they never lose. They never lose. Remember that game, that, that Sunday night game against... Didn't they have that one Sunday night game against the Raiders? That it seemed like they were going to lose a game, but then... Oh yeah, but then Mahomes drove them down at the last second and won it for the Chiefs. I remember that one. I remember watching that at my parents' house. I watched God. I watched so much sports at my parents this this fall, this past fall, in Spokane. I watched, I watched so much NBA bubble, 
the NBA bubble. I watched so much baseball, all the playoffs and all that stuff, the World Series. And then I watched so much NFL week in and week out and college football. God, I was, I was just watching sports just all the time. <laughs> so anyway, we got to pick um, the Chiefs. Let's go Chiefs 34, Bills 27, 34 to 27, Kansas City Chiefs win. So it's a Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl. There you go. It's the battle of the red teams. And then I'm just going to wait. Might as well. Let's just wait to pick. So then let's let's incentivize myself. I definitely got to do another podcast episode. But yeah, but then, oh yeah, we have next week the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl won't be next week. It'll be the week after, of course. But either way, I'm not going to pick the Super Bowl right now. Because I'm not going to pick it because I want to see who's going to be in it. Okay. But I think it's going to be Chiefs, Bucks, Chief, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. There we go. And we did a podcast. We went a lot longer than I thought I was going to go. And it was fun. It was unexpected. I, I was just out on my, my morning walk this morning. And I was, I was like, I got to do a podcast. I just got to do one. I was going to do one when I was walking, but then I was like, no, I'm just going to wait and I'm going to, I'm just going to do it. And we did it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of it. Joining me today on, on your day, whatever day you're listening to this and share the podcast, share it with your friends and family, friends, family, foes. Enemies, friends, and everyone, frenemies, just everyone and anyone. And um, thank you so much once again. This has been this has been a blast. I oh wait, I clicked. Where did I click? I clicked my phone. I thought I clicked out of the voice memos for a second there. I was like, right when I'm wrapping up the episode, am I gonna mess up this? <laughs> No, I didn't. I didn't mess it up. All right, this has been fun. I got to start doing this more often. I can't believe it had been so long. We have the, yeah, the the two-year anniversary of the podcast. It's coming up, coming up in a month. So there you go. It's pretty exciting. But you got plenty of backlogged episodes to listen to. If you're looking for some podcasts to to binge listen to, then uh, just just scroll on through all my so many old episodes. But yeah, there you go. This is once again. <laughs> I'm Chris Arneson, and I love you. This is fun. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs>